Good morning. Welcome to the Ashes to Rubies live stream where we're going to talk about life and recovery and maybe some more stuff. Who knows? We've been away for a little while. We didn't do Friday or Monday. We did not. No, we did not. Um, how are you doing? What's happening? What's going down? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm good. You know what shocks me? Asparagus. Asparagus shocks me. Oh. No, we had some food last night, and I didn't know asparagus was in it. But when I pee-peed, I was like, "There had somebody snuck some asparagus in. Does that happen to you? <laughs> Are we not allowed to talk about our pee-pee? All right. <laughs> nope. We're not allowed to talk about that. Sometimes I, we figure out what we can and cannot talk about on this um, podcast. Hello, Shannon. Good morning. Beats are scary, too. I remember the first time... Oh, we're going down a dark hole. I remember the first time I had Beats at my uh, cousin's out in Perth. And then I did the movement the next day. And I literally was thinking I was going... I was dying. Because Beats color things. Oh, it was scary. So scary. Now it's fun. But now we're all grown-ups and we know that these things happen. Now we're all grown-ups. Is there a difference between boys and girls in those things? Like, I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. Like, I'm like, my pee stinks. Come smell it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. Back to the life in recovery and uh, missing everybody over the, the weekend. Um, we had our Ashes to Rubies show. That was the highlight of my <laughs> Shannon thought she was see people can relate to we should be able to talk about bowel movements we apparently we're allowed to talk about sex now that we never really do but I think uh, movements are great too but we had our first my highlight of the weekend was we had our first ashes to rubies live show again in person and we had a bunch of people and we did a we did a what was it called Grief out loud. Grief out loud. And what happened that night was amazing. And mm. it's still resonating in my heart. Because there, we've lost a bunch of people. And um, we've lost a lot of people in recovery, in, in relapse. And um, the drugs out there now do not give very many uh, chances. Mm. And so we've lost a lot of people. And there was, you know, we went to an online funeral together. Um, and we didn't go to a few funerals. Um, and, and so Saturday night I cried. One of the girls that did a performance was somebody that we know. And, um, oh my goodness, like I cried. And then, and then at the end I felt like a relief and it was like, we came together to share a burden and I walked out of there much lighter mm -hmm. and it was really healing and everybody was so grateful for it. Thank you for putting that. I'm like, oh, I was just, I got more out of it than mm -hmm. anybody I felt. It's true. We, we did, we, I mean, the whole concept of Ashes to Rubies, when we first started it, it was something that we wanted to attend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we want a fun event. That's a sober party. We like to have fun. We had all these people around us that were talented. And so we're like, okay, let's do an event where people can gather and, 
we can share stories. We love to hear people's stories. And, and the fulcrum was story. Yeah. Of like, we'd, we'd share ten, three 10 minute stories of overcoming. And I love, I love that it's not always recovery, it's overcoming life's challenges. Yeah. And so and it what was did you... really nice to be back. It had been 20 months. 20 months. Like our last Ashes to Rubies show was February 2020. And so it was really, really nice to be together again. Mm hmm. What was your thing about uh, um, grief shared? No, no what said, did you? What was it? Well, the one that I recently I haven't posted cut in it half. Yet. Oh, so that is grief shared together uh, is a burden cut in half. Like what? no, it's like grief shared is halved, joy shared is doubled, or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and it made sense that night. Like I didn't really understand it before, but when I left there, I felt like. My heart was a lot lighter because we had shared something together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was super powerful. Thank you for... Do you want to hear my new one? I want to hear your new one. Just tell me though. Stigma and shame cannot thrive where courage and vulnerability exist. Mm. I have to look That's it up. a tricky one. <laughs> and make sure that That's I didn't get that from someone else. Like, I, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. possible that I actually mm -hmm. heard someone else say that. I know that... Um, I know Brene Brown talks a lot about courage and vulnerability, um, but that was just as I was reflecting Saturday night on what had happened, you know, I just thought like, yeah, we have all these courageous and vulnerable people mm -hmm. and stigma and shame can't thrive in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Good. Nice. Can't wait for that post to come out. Oh, wait. It already I have to did. check it first and see if that's actually somebody else's post. All right. We are in November. You should get your winter tires on. At least think about it at some point. Do you get your winter tires on? Are you going to do that for do me? Do you even know what to do? You're going to do that for <laughs> me, right? I, I just like to brag about my opportunities that I There's have. There's some things that I don't do. And I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I just don't. It's acceptable. You do other great things. All right. <laughs> I don't. I don't mow the lawn. You've never. Have you ever I, mowed the grass? No, ever? Anywhere? No, I've, I don't. Like think no I've, one's ever said, here, can you push this? No, I don't think that's ever happened. Maybe really? I've whippersnipped. Maybe. And then I don't maybe think whippersnipping would be good for you. It seems dangerous. I know. And then the other thing that I haven't really done is shovel the driveway. I've helped shovel the driveway. You have. And you have. Maybe you this guys are out there all maybe the this winter I'll let you uh manhandle the uh snowblower. No. Uh, I probably won't do that. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's, that's probably not going to happen. Maybe that's what you will. And do. I've never changed the winter like I've never organized to have the tires changed. I've gone for an oil change. Like I've taken the car for an oil change. Mm. And I have attempted to change a flat tire by myself, but the bolt was seized and I mm. couldn't do it. Mm, the I knew how to do it. My dad made sure that I knew how to change a tire. But put those, oil in and those fill the are washer fluid. Those lessons have <laughs> dissipated. No, but that was like 10 years ago or something. I tried to change a tire. Oh, look at I Shannon. Loves shoveling sometimes. <laughs> I, I like shoveling. In a really light one, one inch of snow. We have a very long driveway. Um, and I like, I, like, I like to help you guys. Mm, you have helped us. All right, here we go. November the 2nd, our time's almost up. Um, we will get into our reading. What This is a contemplative meditation where we, we contemplate what we're going to hear and take it through the mm -hmm. rest of our day. So what roles do we play in our relationships with various people? What roles do we play in our relationships with various people? Question mark. 
When this topic came up in my 12-step meeting, a member suggested that each of us might take a closer look at our attitudes towards our families. He pointed out that here at the 12-step meeting, we are often cheerful, willing to accept the program, hopeful that it would work for us. But do we, he asked, always present the same pleasant face to the people at our home and our children? Or do we often scowl and scold, (laughs) admonish and complain? So the picture we present of ourselves at home is that of boss, mentor, and disapprover. (laughs) Oh, wow. This is a hard one. (laughs) We're going... I hate this reading. Ouchie. (laughs) Hey? Man. Okay, here's today's reminder. Not that we need any reminding after that heavy-duty one. If my attitude at home is habitually glum and critical, I will try to change this by observing what I say and do and how my family reacts. Hmm. I will not reserve my defense and respect for outsiders whom I want to please or my pleasant expectations for those who I want to impress. The people I live with are worthy of my best behavior and will surely respond to the respect and loving kindness, which without meaning to, I may have withheld from them. Quote of the day. This is from Proverbs. A merry heart doth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. You know what I'm thinking of? Like you always said, like you like forced us because of our cell phones, all of us, uh, all of us children. You were like, I need you to be present and pleasant. (laughs) And if you're not, if you're on your cell phone, you're not present and you're definitely not pleasant. And so we were demanded of being, and and I think that's a beautiful thing that am I being pleasant and present around the people I I love most, or am I doing that with the other people? Like, oh, I wouldn't be on my cell phone if I'm at lunch, but I'll be on the cell phone with you. Um, I also thought of the, the, you as a woman and, and you want to go meet some friends for lunch and you get all dolled up and I'm like. Well, she hasn't done that for me. Like, you don't get dolled up for me around the house. And it's like, am I, and I'm just using that as an example, but am I somebody different in the small time that I share with other people? Or can I bring that into my daily relationships? Um, But then am I doing that as a whole with my relationship with God? Or am I just doing it in certain certain parts? Yeah, and I think that there are some people who actually can't be present and pleasant, depending on the outside circumstances. And, you know, that's usually because of what's going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. And so I, the goal is to focus on my own behavior, not be focused on other people's behavior and nitpicking at other people and like, oh, well, they're not doing this. They're not pleasant and present. Um, but be looking at myself and saying like, Oh, can I be present and pleasant regardless of what's happening around me? Mm-hmm. Is that possible for me? And if it's not possible for me, why not? Because mm-hmm. the reality is that, you know, it often isn't possible for me. It hasn't been. It, so I would say yes, more so now in the last couple of years. So is it okay 
to spur each other on and encourage each other, not condemn each other, not criticize, not be the, what is it said? The, um, I forget how they, they put it in three adjectives of, of the disapprover. But can is it acceptable to go, hey, let's be pleasant and present? Because when you said that, I'm not like, ugh, ugh. Like, I actually was like, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, for the most part, right. that's my heart. So can we spur each other on? Is that a legal activity? Or does that cause more problems? Or is it just, I just have to worry about me? I appreciate somebody reminding me. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just you, saying buddy. The goal is to reflect on my own behavior mm-hmm. and not read something like this and think about all the other people that I know that this applies to. And this reading and not gets myself. into pride and ego and <laughs> self-esteem of like, I need to be seen by the outside world in here. It's right. like, I don't care what you guys see. Yeah. It's out there. I need to present my false selves. Yeah. But it really reflects my relationship with God. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And, it, you know, if I can't, if, if I can't hear you, you know, if I can't not respond defensively, when you're like, hey, everything okay over there? Then that, I mean, that's really what happened. And, and maybe we me, should have some that I was very defensive. I, I like that. When you used to say, be present and pleasant. And you would just holler it like a declaration. <laughs> and then me and me and the other little people would be like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Hi. Uh, like, so I think those are good. Th- those things are good reminders. So let's leave today on that note of am I pleasant and present around the people that matter most? Or am I just showing off to them? Yeah, and I think present people that I see. pleasant leaves it open, right? It's leaves not like it I have to be funny. I don't have to be entertaining. I don't have to be... Chitty chatty. Chitty chatty. But can I just be pleasant? Pleasant and and present. present. Amen. Keep the peace. Be of good behavior. And we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye, guys.